Welcome to the Brinkman Podcast. I am your host for today, Sarah Boltman. This is the place where we talk about the audio drama, The Brinkman Adventures. We go behind the scenes and speak to the writers, the actors, and most importantly, the missionaries who lived these amazing stories. Normally, we would just play a small clip from an episode and then talk about it, but today we are going to be able to listen to a full episode. If you have friends that have never heard of the Brinkman Adventures, this would be a great way to share it with them. So, without further ado, here is North Dakota Gold from Season 7. Hey, there you are. I've been looking all over for your booth. Well, you've found it. (laughs) Hey, I enjoyed your talk at this morning's session. Oh, thanks. That vacuum cleaner story in your RV, did that actually happen? (laughs) It sure did. Wow. You know, I appreciate you coming to Grand Forks to talk at our convention. Well, I'm glad to be here. You probably don't remember, but we met some years ago on a mission trip to Haiti. I knew you looked familiar. John Draxton. (sighs) Good to see you again. It's been a while. So what's new? Actually, a lot. You're listening to The Brinkman Adventures, and this episode is entitled North Dakota Gold. Right now, Jack Brinkman and John Draxton have just sat down inside a cafe in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Let's rejoin them as John begins telling his story. So, it all started when I was in college. I'd spend all my spare time at Grandpa's ranch. John, found your straggler. You were on the far side of Scratchback Hill. I've never seen anyone sniff about like you. It's in my blood. Thanks for helping, Travis. Just look at that herd. There's not a more beautiful sight around. That there is true North Dakota gold. How many heads does your grandpa have now? This herd's about 600. Then we've got 900 on the other side of the river. So what is that, like 16? I never were that much good at math, were you? Wait, 1,400. You know, I'm going to have more than him someday. He's giving me ten head next week. Well, it's going to take more than your stellar math skills to get you there. You ready for your speech tomorrow? Now, why did you have to go and bring that up? (laughs) Come on, John. Yeah! Nice job there, boys. You both got real talent with those animals. Thanks, Gramps. Is that a cat or a prairie dog? Where are its ears? He had a roof start. We call him Snittles. So, Travis, you enjoying the college? More than John, sir. <laughs> Why don't that surprise me? Hey, Gramps, how long did it take you to grow your first herd? It's not the how long, John. It's more about the how. What do you mean by that? Well, my motto's always been, use it up, fair it out. Make it do or do it out. Okay. But remember... In the end, wealth and prosperity comes from the Lord. And being prosperous doesn't always mean you have the biggest herd. Huh. Looks like the little prairie dog wants some lemonade. No. (laughs) Come on, get off. So the senator's visiting again tomorrow? Yep. He's betting that if he can get Grandma on board, she'll talk me into serving in the house. If you're free after dinner, you could meet him. Oh, I'd love to. But I'm going to a church meeting. You? A church meeting? Yeah. Mrs. Baumgartner invited me. John, your cup! Oh, sorry. I'll clean it up. Crazy little cat. Say, John, have you finished building the cattle feedlot over there? Getting close. I need to pick up some more panels from the tractor supply tomorrow. Think you'll have it ready by the first? Probably. Why? I'm going to have a hundred head that'll need a new home by then. I was hoping you'd take them off my hands. Get out of here! No way! 
A hundred head? I was planning on ten. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You bet. Earth to Captain John. You still with us, John? Huh? Your turn. We're giving speeches today. I'm hoping you had one prepared to share with this class. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, hey, everybody. Travis. Okay. So, so I'm going to talk to something like really important for ranchers. And it's something, it's something that's really bad. I mean, no, rarely considered, but important. Today, I want to talk about how to, how to spot and lance an abscessed hoof. Well, here, here, here's a picture of it, and as you can see, it's, it's, it, it's really important. I mean, take it If your tools are dirty, the knife will make it bad. I mean, I mean, your cow will be worse than if. <laughs> Professor, I'm sorry. I, I don't think I can. John, I think you should probably take your seat. Wow, that was painful. <laughs> Tell me about it. There were actually a couple girls who felt so bad for me, they were crying by the time I sat down. Ouch. That night, I attended the meeting. I enjoyed your rancher speech today. Oof, duh. That was so painful. First one's always the hardest, you know? Well, this trip sounds pretty cool. I'm super excited. Brian and Lisa Bartow sound like really neat people. And so does Full Life Crusade. Yeah. Will this be your first time out of the country? Yep. First time. Did you make these? Huh? Uh, no. My mom did, of course. Your mom makes the best desserts. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. Well, um, I need to get home. So, see you tomorrow? See ya. Bye, Mrs. Baumgartner. Bye, John. You know, you really should go on this trip. It might change your life. Yeah, I, I wish I could, but... I only got two weeks to get a big feedlot ready. Would you at least pray about it? Sure. Yeah, I I can do that. Have you bought your tickets yet? This is probably the only time Corb Lund's coming to Grand Forks. Everything is awesome with some cows around. Please, Sparrows. Ms. Baumgartner was saying I should go to Haiti next week. What? Haiti? Why? To help people. You know, it's a mission trip with my church. She thinks you should go on a mission trip? She doesn't know you very well, does she? Said it might change my life. Well, you don't have time for that. I told her I need to get my feedlot ready for the cattle. And that's true. But you're thinking about it, aren't you? John, come on, it's an easy decision. I know, but the trip's only a week long. And your animals are coming in two weeks. Well, could you help me with the feedlot? No, I won't enable this. Is Katie going? I knew it! She's like my sister. I've seen you two in class. I have zero interest. (laughs) 
Uh, yes, I was, I was on hold for that ticket. What? How much? You're kidding, right? Oh. Yes? Well, I suppose. Why? Is one way cheaper? So I bought my tickets, and that's how I got to meet you. Remember the bus ride? <laughs> oh, who could forget that bridge? What a great trip. It had a huge impact on me personally. Well, the day before we left, I had a conversation with our leader, Brian. Sink's all yours. Thanks. There's been something I've been wanting to ask you. On the first day, you told us not to give money to the locals. Why did you say that? Well, if we give money to people with the wrong mindset, it may actually hurt them rather than help. You see, God wants to inspire people to work and provide for their families. And just like back home, well, look, there's some people here who don't want to work and instead just ask others to give them money. We've had those kinds of people make up stories for visitors and even try to contact them when they get home and ask for more money. Um, our translator, Josue, told me he was raising chickens so he can go to college. As a cattle guy, I get that. I sort of connected with him these last few days and want to help him with his chicken business. Would that be all right? Josue seems like a great kid, but I haven't known him long. I don't recommend it. But if you feel God wants you to give him something, I won't stop you. Bus leaves in ten minutes. They have snacks in the kitchen. Do either of you guys want something? Sure. I'd love a granola bar. Me too, please. So, what do you think of Katie, man? Huh? I think she might be good for you. Well, I mean, she's cute, but she likes cats and it just would never work. (laughs) I hit cats too. Hey, I wanted to give you something for your chicken business. It's not much. Ah, you don't have to do this. I know, but I want to. Here, please. Thanks. And when I get home, I'm going to mail you a a book on raising chickens. Thank you, John. So, after that trip, I flew home to North Dakota and jumped into the cattle business with both feet. With one of the best ranchers in North Dakota as my mentor, I began to make money. A drought in South Dakota forced many ranchers to sell their cattle, so me and Travis headed down to check it out. I can't believe these prices! Things must be really rough down here. What are you going to do? Calling Gramps. Hello, who's this? It's me, John. Oh, hey, John. Four fifty a head for bred cows. How's the time to buy, son? How many? I'd get 500. I spent a lot of money that day, and I had a good excuse to quit college. My mom helped me start JD Ranch. Around that time, I also realized I was in love. Doesn't surprise me. I remember how you two seemed to really hit it off. We got married, and before I knew it, I had two young kids with another one on the way. Also, our ranching business was taking off. Everything seemed to be going perfect. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning. Oh, pancakes and sausage, you're awesome. Only the best for my man. Would you be okay if I put Snivels outside until we're done eating? You don't enjoy his singing? Love it. Just can't hear your lovely voice over the racket. Man, that thing's loud. You sure Gramps doesn't want him back? Honey, I love him. Oh, hey, we got another order from Riley's Beef. 300. Wow, that's great. 
I think we might be able to double the herd by next year. We're going to need more help. Judy's son is looking for work. He's 17 now. Draxton's. This is Josie from Haiti. I've been wanting to talk to you. Um, Can you talk? I, I'm sorry. I, I think we have a bad connection. Who was it? Remember that guy back in Haiti? The one you gave the $50 to? Yeah, Josue. How'd he get our number? I don't know. He's also been emailing me like two, three times a year since that trip. And have you responded? No. Been feeling a little guilty about that. At least he's not knocking on our door, right? (laughs) I felt bad, but I figured he was contacting me for more money, and I didn't think I could trust him. Mm, Don't blame you. Eight months later, Katie gave birth to our boy named Berndt. The family was growing, but by this time, our herd was shrinking. Hey, Jeremy. Oh, hey, John. I fixed up your feed wagon. Ah, thanks for patching her up, man. Oh, you betcha. Rocks did a real number on the drive chain. Hey, would it be okay if I paid you after I sell off a few head? We're a little tight at the moment. Ah, you know what? Don't you worry about it. This one's on me. <laughs> wow. Thanks so much. That's sort of what we do around here. Talk to you later. Later. That was nice. Honey, are we going to be all right? This is ranching. The highs are high and the lows are low. We'll make it. Don't worry. We're going bankrupt, Travis. I feel bad for you. Does Katie know? I don't want her to worry. If I were you, I'd talk to your gramps. Find out how he weathered the storms. I don't want to bother him. He's been sick, you know? interrupt our regular broadcast to bring you breaking news. A massive earthquake has just rocked the island of Haiti. Preliminary reports indicate it registered 7.0 on the Richter scale. The epicenter appears to have been near the city of Leagan. Oh no, Josue. Catastrophic destruction has been reported. Someone you met down there? updated as we learn more. Yeah. And now, back to our regular programming. I hope he's all right. I'm sorry that it's not going so well, son. Yeah, things were great until February, but then everything started going downhill. Now you know that I'm very proud of you, right? Yeah, I know. But, John, I'm not sure the cattle business is the right thing for you. What do you mean? Maybe you should get out. What? Before things get worse for you. But Gramps, this has been my dream, my whole life to do what you've done. And I've already made a lot of money. I know that, but you lost a lot, too. You know I'd loan you the money if you wanted to keep slugging it out, but I wonder if there's not something better for you. Well, I don't want to just give up. And I don't want to let you down, Gramps. Oh, you wouldn't hurt my feelings none if you tried something else. What else would I do? You could check things out in the west side of the state. The oil business is doing pretty good over there. That was super hard coming from Gramps, but I did what he suggested. I packed a bag lunch, jumped into my pickup truck, and headed west down Highway 2 toward the oil fields. 
I remember as I drove, I had this big lump in my throat. I, mean, I couldn't stand the thought of selling the ranch. Mm. I arrived in Williston at noon, spent the next few hours assessing the situation. Sure enough, there was lots of work in the oil fields. But the thought of losing J.D. Ranch was killing me. Just before heading home, I walked into Grandma Sharon's cafe and ordered a big plate of comfort food. Hey, buddy, all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Look like you lost your best friend. Been a long day. Long year, actually. That your truck out there? Yep. Nice rig. You from around here? No, I'm a rancher from Emirato. Hey, I could really use your help tomorrow. You know how to drive a semi-truck? I'm a cattle rancher. Of course I do. One of my drivers quit on me, and I need to deliver a load tomorrow. I'll pay you well. What's his name? I don't know. You're sleeping on his couch, and you don't know his name? I forgot to ask. What was that? Oh. Yeah. You'd like it here. They have five cats. Aww. No. They're all lined up staring at me. I think they're waiting for me to fall asleep so they can eat me or something. John, are you all right? What am I even doing here, Katie? I'm a rancher. And you're a good rancher, honey. Then why are we going bankrupt? I don't know, John. I think Amy might have fallen out of her bed again. I gotta go. I'm sorry. Get off me. Lord, I've been trying so hard, but it's not working. I'm sorry for not including you. Please forgive me. I don't think I ever even asked you if I should become a rancher. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Okay, God, I trust you. I'll do whatever you ask. I'm yours. Just lead me. At that moment, something happened in my heart. I felt free. I'm staying another week. John, the kids are missing you. I know. I miss all you guys, too. But Katie, I think we need to sell the house. What? I met a guy who's using his own trucks to deliver supplies to the oil fields. He's making a million dollars a month. Wow. Okay, I trust you, hon. Hey, John. What's up? Travis, I need you to sell all my cattle. What? Sell all your... your... what? I need you to sell my cattle. What what are you talking about? I'm getting out of ranching, and I'm going to get into the oil business. Oil? John, you've been a rancher most of your life. You you, you don't know the first thing about oil. Ranching is your life. I'm selling, Travis, okay? And if you won't do it, I'll find someone else. (sighs) All right. But you're going to regret it. So we moved out to Williston, and I started a business called Monster Oil Field Services, LLC. We delivered parts and supplies to oil companies. 
As I continued to follow God's leading, that company grew and prospered. Eventually, we had 25 people working for us. We were doing pretty good. During the oil boom, thousands of people were descending on Williston to look for work. The hotels were jammed. Lots of folks slept in their cars and grocery store parking lots. I remember hearing about that. It wasn't so bad in the summer, but in the winter, it gets real cold in North Dakota. (laughs) Like right now. Right. So we ended up starting this ministry with our friends. We'd bring people food and blankets and stuff. As a result, lots of them turned to Christ. Then, on Christmas Eve, it happened. I remember we were out there serving food in the parking lot. Here you go, sir. Thank you so much. A hot meal on a very cold night. I really appreciate it. Are you staying warm enough in your car? Well, I haven't froze yet. I might even have a job next week. Praise God. Hey, here's an extra pair of socks and a hat for you. Oh, thanks, man. John, your phone. Hello? John Clarkson, is this you? Yes. This is Josue. Just, Katie. It's Josue from Haiti. Hello? Are you there? Well, you need to talk to him. But I... What? Uh, hi, Josue. How are you? Great. I am in Miami. Can you come pick me up? I, I'm sorry, did you say you're in Miami? Yes! And you want me to pick you up? Yes! I have gone to see you! No, 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 you don't understand. I can't just drive down and get you. I'm in North Dakota. It's like 2,000 miles away. It's a 30-hour drive. What? I didn't realize that. Hey, hang on for a second, okay? Okay. John. I will. What's going on? Is he asking for money? No. He's in Miami. And he's come to see us. What do we do? I don't know. And it's Christmas Eve. I can't believe this. Well, I'm not driving down there to get him. If he can find a way here, he can spend Christmas with us, if that's okay with you. Sure. So, he showed up and spent Christmas with us. How'd it go? It was a little awkward. You are probably wondering why I came. Well, I'll admit, the thought has crossed my mind once or twice. I think God wants me to do something, but it's big, and I cannot do it without your help. Okay. I was offered a good job in Canada. Good night, Josue. Good night. We'll talk more about this in the morning. Come on, Snivels. Off my bed. Who could have imagined? No kidding. What are you thinking? In the last five sermons I've heard, the preacher has talked about dropping your nets, leaving them, and following Jesus. Wow. What exactly does that mean, though? Well, for the disciples, it meant leaving their profession of fishing. I'm not sure what it means for us. Hmm. I feel like something's coming, John. Well, let's sleep on it and talk more in the morning. Okay. God, give us wisdom here. Friends, family, thank you all for coming on such short notice. You know, I'm not much of a speaker. In fact, I pretty much failed a college speech class. Remember that one, Katie? (laughs) How could I forget? Anyhow, like I said when I called you all, 
I have a friend here who believes God is asking him to start a ministry. I wanted you to all hear about it straight from him. Josue, the floor is all yours. I believe God wants me to start an organization called IFOSED. It all began years ago when I had my own chicken business. This guy you see there came from America and he gave me I told God, okay, I will do this thing you're asking me to, but I cannot do it alone. Thanks, Josue. Well, this isn't exactly what I expected to be doing at this point in my life. But Katie and I spent the night talking and praying about this, and we are all in, 100%. Will anyone here join us? John, Katie, Josue, I believe this idea comes straight from the Lord. I would be honored to be part of this mission. (coughs) I am going to put my money where the mouth is. That night, Ifosud began. We ended up selling the oil business. Today, we're living off the money from that and working full-time with the organization. That's pretty radical. I mean, the Lord took you on a real journey. (laughs) Sure did. I started out thinking North Dakota gold would be found in a bunch of cattle. But I've come to learn that true riches are found through investing in God's kingdom. Amazing, John. And to think it all started with that short-term mission trip. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed that you went for it. But I'm super curious about Josue's idea. It caused you to do something pretty bold. So... What exactly is Eiffelsud? I'm glad you asked. North Dakota Gold has been based on real people and events. Be sure to tune in next time and listen to What is Eiffelsud? The fascinating conclusion to John's story. And visit our website, brinkmanadventures.com, to learn more about today's episode. You've been listening to the Brinkman Podcast, and we hope you've enjoyed this fun episode from Season 7 called North Dakota Gold. To get the whole season, go to brinkmanadventures.com. If you like this podcast, be sure to leave us a raving review on iTunes. This really helps us get more exposure and helps more people find us. So until next time, God bless, and thanks for listening. (laughs) 